0: Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Thursday, October 20th. I'm Steve Baker. A 10 week mental health workers strike is over. More on that later, but first, regional weather. Nevada City Grass Valley today sunny with a high near 84, tonight low 54, tomorrow 79 and sunny, Saturday 40% chance of showers mainly after 11 a.m. And Sacramento today sunny and a high of 87, tonight low 54. Friday 83 and sunny. And Trekkie Tahoe today. Sunny with a high near 72. And tonight low 29. Friday 65 and sunny. Saturday showers likely. Snow level lowering to 7,700 feet. And Placerville today. Sunny skies and a high around 85. Angels camp today 89 and sunny. Well, Kaiser Permanente and the National Union of Healthcare Workers representing the company's 2,000-plus mental health clinicians announcing this week that they have reached a tentative contract deal that ends a 10-week strike. That according to the Sacramento Bee. In a joint statement on the new labor agreement, Kaiser and the union say the new four-year agreement will benefit Kaiser Permanente patients and drive collaborative efforts aimed at improving access to mental health care, while at the same time recognizing and better supporting mental health therapists in their important work. Sacramento Mayor Daryl Steinberg began mediating the dispute last week, and the union and company said he had helped to bring negotiations to a close. Steinberg has stepped in to mediate other negotiations, helping to head off an open-ended strike by the National Union of Healthcare Workers in 2015, and more recently, brokering a deal that allowed University of California Davis to avoid litigation that has slowed down development of its Aggie Square project. NUHW members have begun voting on the deal, and the union says that process will take two days, both sides saying they agreed not to discuss terms of the deal until voting is completed. The two sides had come to terms on wages before Steinberg started to work with them, but union members wanted contract terms that would allow more time to tend to patient needs that could not be handled during therapy sessions. Three Yuba City High School football players apologized during an NAACP press conference this week for their involvement in a mock slave auction that ended their team's entire season. The Sacramento Bee saying the filmed incident, which made news in September, depicted several River Valley High School varsity football players in a locker room acting out a mock slave auction, shouting dollar amounts as three black students were lined up in front of them. Alex, whose parents request his last name not be used, says he did not want to be part of the so-called prank, but gave gave in to peer pressure, according to a CBS Sacramento video of the press conference. This video is harmful to the entire black community who counts on people like myself to stand against these wrongs rather than participating, Alex says. Alex was one of four black football players in the viral video, seen in their underwear, isolated on weighing scales as teammates waged bids, portraying them as enslaved persons. I was not feeling good about it and I just froze. I just wanted to get it over with so I can go to practice, says Adrian, another player who apologized at the press conference. Looking back, I wish I would have done more to stop it. Their teammate Marcos was part of the group of varsity football players in the locker room yelling different offers towards his black teammates. He said he knew the acts were committed by him and his teammates were wrong when it happened. He apologized to his family, his community, and his teammates. And this from the League to Save Lake Tahoe and published on the Ubinet website. Amidst the coolers, umbrellas, and towels, there was an unfamiliar sight on Lake Tahoe's beaches this summer. A blue picnic table-sized machine outfitted with tank treads and solar panels quietly sifting tiny pieces of trash out of the sand. Tahoe's beaches represent the last stop for small pieces of litter before they enter the lake's vibrant blue waters, where they're all but impossible to remove. The all-electric, remote-controlled beach cleaning robot, or BeBot, was deployed around the Tahoe Basin for the first time in 2022. The Tahoe debut was also the first time the technology has been used on the West Coast. The robot was brought to the country's most popular alpine lake through a collaboration between EcoClean Solutions and the League to Save Lake Tahoe. The 65-year-old Nonprofit behind the Keep Tahoe Blue environmental movement. In its first summer of action, the Bebot was tested to see how efficiently and effectively it can remove hard to find, hard to remove trash and to determine what role it can play in fighting litter at the lake. To most people, Tahoe's beaches look perfect, but there's a mess hidden in those first few inches of sand, says Jesse Patterson, the League to Save Lake Tahoe's chief strategy officer. New technology like the beach cleaning robot, along with science, volunteerism, and partnerships are all needed for a litter-free Lake Tahoe. Between June and October, the BeBot visited 11 beaches around the Tahoe Basin, managed by the USDA, Forest Service, California State Parks, Nevada State Parks, local governments, and private owners. And it'll be back next year in an expanded version. And in the rest of California news, a pipeline operator has agreed to pay $50 million to thousands of Southern California fishermen, tourism companies, and property owners who sued after an offshore oil spill last year, that according to the Associated Press. And the AP says a California man who pleaded guilty to plotting to firebomb the state Democratic Party's headquarters and other buildings in Northern California must undergo a psychiatric examination. And Governor Gavin Newsom has blocked the parole of Patricia Krenwinkel, a Charles Manson follower, that according to the AP as well. Authorities are saying that the man suspected of fatally shooting several people in Stockton had a criminal history that includes traffic violations and convictions for drug crimes, that according to the Associated Press. And fentanyl drug deaths are spiking in rural northern parts of the state, that according to the San Francisco Chronicle. And a judge in Contra Costa County has vacated the murder convictions of two black men, finding that the prosecution had most likely injected racial bias into the trial by quoting the men's rap lyrics and repeating their use of a racial slur, court records show. Birthdays today include rockabilly singer Wanda Jackson at 85, film director Danny Boyle at 66, drummer Jim Sonny Sonfeld of Hootie and the Blowfish turns 58, and rapper Snoop Dogg is now 51. And let's head back to your Thursday morning show and your host without hiccups, Paul Barbieri.